Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we talk about all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And today we read Golden Kamui, Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump. Kevin, I had a dream this week on okay. Monday. Normally, I will read like 10 chapters of Shonen Jump on Sunday, and then like 10 on Monday, and then read the volume on Tuesday and re- record on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I didn't quite get all 10 on Monday because I don't remember why. I had something going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got through like five, and I had a dream after work that night that it was a really good issue of Shonen Jump, even though One Piece wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was because I had that dream and that I got hit with reality, or if this was just the worst issue of Shonen Jump we've had in years, but I think this is the worst issue of Shonen Jump we've had in years. I, I can't say to the worst issue of Shonen Jump we've had in years, but this was definitely bad. I was like, ah, this is kind of bad, and then I was like ranking stuff, and I'm like, man, I'm not even a huge fan of this stuff at the top of my list. Like, they were just kind of okay. Yeah. Very much the same. The only saving grace is so many things are getting canceled that we're going to get some new pop-ups probably, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the last batch of new pop-ups weren't great, and a lot of the stuff that's getting canceled, like I said Gil, I won't miss. It, it was time for Ichinose family to go, but also Ichinose family was like always consistent, right? Yeah, it was consistently weird, but that was okay. Yeah, like it was... I talk about stuff like this a lot, but it was an interesting break in chapters. I was never upset when I had to read each essay family. Yeah, I was for a bit right at the start, and yeah. then I kind of got into it. There was a bit at the start where there was an adjustment period for sure. Mm-hmm. But but then, like you said, it was just kind of like, all right, cool. And now the Ichinose family, that was a trip. All right, moving on. Yeah. Shall we start, though, with blue box number 126, Take Our Time? Mm-hmm. Uh, this chapter's pretty good. Yes, this chapter is pretty good. It has a very steamy hug. Yeah, unfortunately, that's kind of all it has. And like, yeah, that's really all the it cliffhanger has. is the most boring. Ah, oh, never mind. We could have gotten, which is exactly what both of us predicted. Yeah, but it was still incredibly boring as a resolution to that. Yeah, we kind of got the best of both worlds in, or like, we kind of got both of our guesses because I thought they were going to have to do the "oh shit, we've got to hide behind this stack of boxes so that they don't see us" thing, and you were like, "Oh, it's like going to turn out to be nothing," uh, and it turned out to be nothing, and they had to hold each other. It, it, you know, it was a hug and it was intentional, which was nice. But yeah, it was basically there was that hug. It was a good hug, but. Yep, but that's about all it was. Next up, we have Sakamoto Day's Days 144, Kaiju. I like the sets in the museum. Mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like he can't do this many more times, but them fighting on a diorama like their Power Rangers monsters. It was really cool, yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that's about all I have to say about this chapter. Yeah, it's, it is okay. Like you said, that that fighting in the Diorama Village was neat, but that was about it. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Uh, that'll take us to Akanabanashi Story 87, External Validation. What did you think of Akanabanashi, Kevin? Again, I thought this was just kind of fine. You know, it's this this guy was always kind of a bit of a loner and a bookworm, and so the reason that like he kind of still holds on to all of these books is because, he, like he says, he, I need external validation, like... I can't get internal validation, so I, I find it in these stories. I also have anxiety character at Akatabanashi. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was fine, but like yeah. it wasn't exciting. Nope. It doesn't make me like want to read more about this character. Nope. Next, we have Martial Master Asami, round 22, Beyond, which we talk about breaths and beats a lot. 
this is weirdly like an exhale. Yeah. After everything, there are bits I like about it. Yeah. Like the bit of like the other guys coach through in the towel, but a lot of it feels like ob- obligatory in a lot of weird ways. Yeah. This was just the and this is the end of the fight chapter. Like he won the tournament, he got the belt, he made friends with the dude. They're they make it sound like he's not just going to vanish; he'll show up again. Especially with the he's essentially the backup in the plan of these fight promoters. They're like, well, obviously we're going to go with this guy, but we're going to have, or we're going to go with Kazlo's younger brother for this big fight. But this guy seems like he might be worth keeping in the wings, so let's do that. Yeah, like it's it's fine. Yeah, those will probably be characters going forward. Like we got a new weird love interest. Isn't the right word, but girl to be after Asumi. Yeah, it's like I I feel like we have enough of those. I get it, but I yeah. feel like we have enough. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Uh, next, we have Mission Yorizakura Family, Mission 203, Taiyo's Escape, which is one of those cute beat chapters, but I didn't find this one very cute or very funny. I do think if I was younger, I would have really appreciated the weird Where's Waldo bit in the I middle. Did, I did kind of like that, but yeah, you're, it, it was fine, though. Like, yeah, like I think that is like good, and it bumped it up spots, but I didn't personally enjoy that's it, fair is where yeah, i totally. am on that and like the whole story around it i was just like eh, this yeah. is obviously a kyushira thing and the kids are obviously going to turn it on him yep i don't need to spend 20 pages with it yep last but not least we have elusive samurai chapter 134 134 departure and leaving 1338 that's a new year right it's been 1337 yeah. and they, did they ever comment on it being a new year because that felt weird to me i felt like i missed I didn't realize it said 1338. Okay. Uh, it just must have been... Ba- maybe that's a misprint. I doubt it, but that's a I possibility. Mean, maybe it's just the year turned over thing. It just feels like there would have been a New Year chapter, right? Yeah, you'd think so. What did you think of this chapter, Kevin? I liked it. I liked the bit with the that huge soldier who's like, oh, wow, look at that guy go. He can lift that broad-headed axe uh, up to the rider on the horse. And the rider on the horse just like picks it up with one hand. And everyone else is cheering the guy who lifted it like, oh, you're the strongest guy ever. It's like, except for the dude over there who's currently wielding the thing one-handed, or his other friend who's wielding something that's ten times heavier. Yeah, but those are manga characters, Kevin, and this is a real guy. And like, yeah, go real guy. <laughs> I know. I, I really appreciated it, actually. I just like the, you know, and then the other guy was like, oh, yeah, then his weapon is ten times heavier than that one. Yeah. But most of this chapter is to write out the main character's uncle, because in history... He's written out. Yep. Of this. He's written out of history, weirdly. So. Yep. Yep. Anything else you want to say? Nope. Uh, that takes us to Jump Card. Jump Guard is a segment where we rank everything in Shadow and Jump from our least favorite up. Only 17 this week. What do you mm-hmm. have at number 17, Kevin? That's why Mama Yu I really didn't like Mama Yu but I put it above stuff this week because a lot of stuff was really bad this yeah, week. Yeah, a lot of stuff was really bad this week. I just, you know, I don't care and the I kind of don't like how every every one of these heroes or demon lords that show up are just like super entitled. Like, 
I kind of like the twist on this one. I mean, that's J- fair. Just because of like he's from a game, he's from a world where in the game you rest for free. He's from a world with Pokemon signers. Yeah, like, I like the idea of like, why are people trying to charge me? But he does come off as like an asshole, and yeah, I don't need more demon lord. I don't need more heroes for sure. I don't yep. really feel like I need more demon lords either, but I do feel like there's like we have two hero main characters, so a second demon lord main character could make sense. Yeah, and that would be fine, but like it sounds like he's just like throwing these guys at the dartboard and it's like I mean, I get that that's kind of the the feel of this, but it I don't know. It doesn't I I'm just not I'm not having it. I have me and Rebecca at 17. I Fair. found this chapter completely insufferable. Fair. I have new ways at 16. Me too. It was very bad. Yeah. Like, I, I f- it felt confused. Like, the plan doesn't make any sense in universe. Yeah. I don't find it sexually enticing as a reader. So, it, like, the fan service doesn't really work either. No. The, this These characters are all so boring, Kevin. Yes, they are. What do you have at 15? That's where I put me in Robico. I think there was something that made me like me and Robico more than the other stuff. Just, just barely. Like, maybe something that uh, made me think, you know, I remember smiling at this manga once. Yeah, I, it, it really didn't do it for me this fair. week. But that's, lots of stuff was bad this mm-hmm. week, so that's fair. I have Cypher Academy at 15. Okay. I felt It just felt really pretentious to me, yeah. if I'm being honest. Yeah, and, yeah. like, if I liked it and the characters more, I would probably let that slide. But it just felt like, oh, it's time to be really heavy. And I'm like, eh. And, like, we're at least setting up something in the future for Iroha, but, like, even that I'm not, like, excited to see. Yeah, I don't I don't care about that or, like, I don't get this, the basis of the trial is weird. Yes, I will agree with that. Like, not just the, uh, of course, it's like a weird video game trial, but it's like, yeah, you developed this weapon and it caused a bunch of problems, therefore you're at fault. But it got leaked by someone else who spread it, so wouldn't it be their fault? Or maybe it would be the fault of the people who ordered her to do it? Like, you don't blame the middle manager for the As failure. someone who's been a middle manager, yes, absolutely yeah. you do. All of the blame goes on the middle manager. Everyone above them makes too much money to be held responsible, and everyone below them are grunts. <laughs> I mean, that is, I guess that's fair. But And then, like, her plan just doesn't make any sense to me. Because it's like, yeah, I'm gonna get the the fifty billion and steal all or steal back all of the the weapons that I made. And part of me just sitting here going, they can just make more. Like it's one of the weird. I, it's one of the things I always hate in stories when like, oh yeah, they developed this weapon and it's somehow one of a kind, but they don't explain how it's one of a kind. So it's like, I you just make more. What do you have at fourteen? Uh, fourteen is where I put Cypher. Okay, I have Mama Yu at fourteen. Okay. Uh, what do you have at 13? 13 is where I put my hero. Me too. Hey, wait, w- w- let's talk about One Piece for a second, Kevin. <laughs> sure. You know, I, like, everybody is really, really liking the current One Piece flashback, right? Yep. I think I'm the human who likes it the least reading One Piece, and I still think it's pretty good. Yep. This feels like an attempt at a One Piece flashback, except for, did we get any new information in this flashback, Kevin? I. The only thing is that All for One took the original, like, mutant's power. That's new information, but it's not important and it's not well depicted in the art. You also, need to read the dialogue to get it. Correct. Also that the original mutant isn't the original mutant. I mean, that's, yeah, but that's not important. No, it's not really important. But like, I feel like we had, all, I guess also that their mother was a sex worker, but that doesn't 
matter. No, that doesn't add anything to the story, I don't think. No, I was kind of shocked when it, that was essentially the first dialogue of, like, the sex worker slumps in an alley. And I'm like, what? And you know they didn't use the word sex worker in the original Japanese. <laughs> you know some woke translator is like, ugh, ugh, we're going we're gonna to punch this up a little bit for the Western audience. Yeah. Yeah, I just like, but like I said, there's no new information here. No. Yeah, so I, I who, who, who cares? Like, why am I getting, like you said, why am I getting this information again? Yeah. Like, we knew they were brothers. We knew they were brothers. We knew they were opposed to each other. We knew they liked comics. Yeah. And we knew the, the one was weaker. One for all was weaker. And that's why he was kind of like ignored by his brother, sort of. So really, again, we don't, we don't really get anything out of this. No. Terrible chapter. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number 12? That's where I have Kill Blue. This just seems, I don't know, sitcom-y and not a, a great way. Uh, that's fair. I have it higher, but only because I thought other stuff was worth. That's I don't fair. have anything to say in its defense. I have Kagurabachi at 12 because I found the action really muddled and confusing. Yeah. Like, this is one I read two or three times. I'm like, okay, I get what they're going for, but it really had to, like, strain to figure it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't find, like, the plot advancement interesting either. That's fair. It's my number 11. That, that's completely understandable. 11's actually where I have Mission Years of Kura. Like okay. I said, I just didn't find it cute. Like, it got points for the Tayo Wells, Where's Waldo bit, but mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy that particularly. What do you have at 10? 10 is where I have Undead and Unluck. It felt, something felt off about Undead Unluck. It felt like it should have been a really good chapter to me, but, like, something was wrong with it. And, like, in this week where everything was bad, that made it go pretty high. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I don't know. Just, it didn't resonate with me, I guess. So right. it's down here. Times where I got Cal Blue. Okay. What do you have at number nine? Nine is where I put Witch Watch. This is, this is all right, but. It made me laugh, and that went a long way this gotcha. week. Nine is where I have a Kanabanashi, which, okay. like we said, it's like, yeah, that happened. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number eight? Eight is where I put Mission Ozakura. I do like, I did like that, hey, find creature in the the background it was kind of like kind of fun to find him in the spots but yep it's where i have two on ice you talk about how two on ice just like stopped working for you mm-hmm. and this is the week where it hit me gotcha. whereas like before i've been like no i'm still actually really into it this one i was just like oh like it, it's lost something and i don't know what yeah seven is where i have a kind of not really anything else to say about it uh, seven's where i put witch watch like gotcha. i said it made me laugh what do you have at number six six is where i put two on ice I do kind of, I don't know, I'm just, I'm hoping that they will get back to the pair stuff and we'll like, whatever it was, will click again. Yeah, six is where I have Undead Unluck. Like I said, I think, I, I like the premise of it. I want to like this chapter more than I do, though. But that, like I said, it was a, just a bad week. It was. So it was. That gets you almost into the top five. What mm-hmm. do you have at number five, Kevin? That's why I have Marshmallow Asami, because just kind of like the, all right, cool, now we got to do the uh, post-fight wrap-up. Yeah. I have Sakimoto days here. Okay. Like I said, I like the diorama mm-hmm. drawings, but like background drawings are the only interesting part of the chapter. Mm-hmm. So what do you have at four? Four is where I put Sakimoto days. Four is where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Which I think like this is the best Jujutsu Kaisen chapter we've had in a long time. Yeah. It like it has that like, oh, did I miss a chapter feeling, but it feels way more deliberate. Yeah, especially because like it has that feeling because we're the ending of the last chapter was I'm going to make you laugh. And then it's just like bit after bit after yep. bit after bit. And it, I, I really enjoyed it. He's actually. trapped the villain in like a comedy sketch montage. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like going at it. Yeah. I, I quite liked it. Yeah. It, it was, I really enjoyed it. 
What do you have? Three. Three is where I put the elusive samurai. You know, I, I liked the bit with the these two new antagonists that we're going to be facing off against. And, you know, like I said, that bit with the, the super strong guy who lifted the axe up to the dude was just, you know, funny with uh, the regular soldiers cheering him on for doing it. Uh, three is where I marshal Master Asami because okay. it, it has forward momentum, which is so much more than Fair. anything else in this book had. What do you have at number two? That's where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. Like I said, I just really liked the kind of bit after bit. Like you said, uh, I trapped him in a like comedy sketch montage, and I like him. Uh, I like the the villain being like. Occasionally, he will have those bouts of like, "Fuck, I keep falling <laughs> into the traps. This is bad." <laughs> but I then keep, he like gets, gets I, but, yes, and reflexes too strong. <laughs> yes, so I really like that, and I like the ending where he's like, "All right, fuck it. We're just t- if I can't back out, I'm gonna ramp it up higher." And so there, uh, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna try and influence it so that now we're going into the, you know, now we're going into like a, a live stand up thing." Yeah, but I I really enjoyed it. I have elusive samurai at number two. Okay, what do you have in number one? Blue it's, box. It's blue box. It's got a hug. It's it's got a cute hug. This was not a particularly great chapter of blue box. <laughs> no, and it's number one by a lot. Yep. Eh, I I actually really enjoyed Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, yeah, uh, so. like if you had come at me with Jujutsu Kaisen as number one, like that's not how I feel, but I would get it. Yeah. So I still blue box. Still blue box wins hands down. Then Jujutsu Kaisen, and then everything else is just kind of fine. <laughs> Uh, so I I do agree. This is this has been a bad week. Look, we get One Piece next week, so we'll be sad at least next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so speaking of sad, we read Golden Kamui this week. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back with that after the break. We read volume one of Golden Kamui this week, which was your suggestion, Kevin. What did you think of it? Not what I was expecting at all. To be fair, I knew literally nothing other than Golden Kamui was on Viz's website. I knew the aesthetic. So I knew like the, like I knew what the main character's design looked like. So I I, I I did as well because he's the, he's like the cover image or whatever, but that's, that's literally it. So that made me assume we were going to get some sort of like, not not revolutionary war, because I didn't think it would be about the American revolution, Mm -hmm. but that era sort of story. Mm -hmm. And just wasn't expecting this also took me a little bit because I was trying to read this on my phone and it's an 18 plus only thing. So it's not on the app. You have to go onto the website. Which you can still do from your phone. Because so, so I was like sitting there scrolling through the stuff on my phone. Like, I swear it, it was on here. Where is it? And then eventually found it. But I kind of don't know if I want to keep reading it. Like, it it was interesting, but okay, I don't know. It's interesting for you to say that. Because I do want to keep reading it. But I feel like something is off with it. Okay. And I cannot put my finger on what. And that's a lot of why I want to keep reading it. Because okay. there's a lot of stuff in there I like. I like the aesthetic. Yeah. I like the premise, which is that this is a veteran of the Russo-Japanese War, which I, I've, all my knowledge of the Russo-Japanese War is from the YouTube video, The History of Japan. So, <laughs> is almost, so flawless. Yes, flawless. I, I have complete understanding of it. <laughs> who, who has found out about some stolen gold that a prisoner came up with a, like a convoluted anime plot to yes. hide. 
by tattooing the location on a bunch of prisoners he was with. And they are trying to, and he is trying to find the prisoners to find the gold to send his childhood love, who married his best friend, who died in the Japanese Russo War, to America to get eye surgery. Yep, and also to help the daughter yes. as well. Not, it's not, but I mean, yes, it's to help the woman he loves, but it's to like, you know, this is my comrade's dying wish, and she was the girl that I liked. Like Jesus. Yeah. Uh, to do this, he teams up with with Aspera. Arispa? Probably Arispa. Mm-hmm. Who is one of the Ainu people, which I know nothing about. And that's probably the thing that makes me the least comfortable with this book, is I can put on a lot of Native American parallels onto them. And I think those are mostly accurate, but I feel weird doing it. Yeah, I don't. I, I It might be just a. Because, like they mentioned, uh, and it's kind of early Japan. So it, it might just be a, this is a Native tribe in the north where it hadn't quite gotten super civilized yet yeah and i'm pretty sure it is a culture that has been that is now extinct i am pretty sure probably but this is like if i was a japanese person and like native americans showed up yeah in a media but even then there's like media literacy you have for native americans because of westerns right yeah which is not good or accurate but it is a baseline yeah so yeah, I'm, I'm the same way that's it i really like the combat scenes yeah. In the anime. He fights some bears. Yep. One of which is a regular bear and one of which is an anime murder bear. Yep. He fights another soldier. There's some flashbacks to the war. Mm-hmm. And part of the premise is that he like can't die. Not in like an anime way, but like just his instincts are so good, no matter what happens, he doesn't die, and he got a reputation for that. Well, and also he's kind of lucky, and there have been there have been several like real life examples of this. Like, uh, one that I remember, I think he was Indian. I don't remember now, but there was a guy who he stormed a German gun nest up like an ice wall and got shot, I want to say 26 times and was fine. Yeah. Or like Rasputin. Yeah. But like. Rasputin is more mystified. I was like, Rasputin is more mystified. This was like legitimately, this guy got shot 26 times and like was fine. Now, obviously, sure, he took a bunch of scars and, you know, probably has several injuries, but it was like he got shot 26 times and didn't die. Like, he got shot 26 times, made it up the hill, threw a grenade into the bunker, killing everybody inside. Uh, Whereas the main character of Golden Kamui is more like an American action hero star. Yeah. Who gets gets in a bunch of situations and makes his way out. Yeah, but, like, he still gets hurt. He's got, he's covered in scars. So I think it's a little bit a combination of that. He's got good instincts and he's got that action hero luck where it's like, oh man, that, that, like, luckily that didn't clip, you know, he gets shot in the neck in like one of the first scenes. It's like, luckily that didn't clip, you know, my aorta. Yeah, but I really like the premise and I really like a lot of the, like, bubble or the way the plot builds. I really like that the Japanese army is also after this gold. Mm -hmm. And so this elite Japanese army force is a antagonist that is after them. And also there are the prisoners themselves. Yeah. And what did the original guy, like, what are his motives? And they set up the, like, old man, old samurai who escaped, yep. who I know is a major character later just because his face is on some volumes later. Yep. I, I really like all of the setup. And it's not just the weirdness with the Ainu people. That's a lot of it. But mm-hmm. that's not the only thing that's not working. Yeah. And, like, my, my, like I said, I was left wanting to read more to try to figure out what is missing. Because it's fair. something, but I don't know what. But you were less impressed? No, I think it was, I had, I guess I also had a bit of the, 
something feels off and I don't know what it is, but I had less of a, I need to keep reading this to find out and more of a, eh, you know, maybe, maybe it gets it. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I think it's still ongoing. Yeah. Uh, something hooked me then that didn't hook you. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what hooked me either. Like, I can't point to a thing. I mean, was, like, like, I would definitely, I would read this again, but I, like, I won't seek it out, even though it's, you know, literally at my fingertips. <laughs> I mean, look, I have a lot of run piece to reread, so. Yeah, I still have, oh God, I, I've fallen behind on my webtoons again, so holy shit, getting caught back up on that's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, I haven't watched anime in two, in like four months, so. I have, I've barely been, I started watching something this season, Shangri-La Frontier. And then I'm really looking forward to solo leveling is getting an anime in the winter. I also probably need to finish watching Loki because tomorrow is Thanksgiving and my brothers will want to talk about it. Mm. I don't really want to watch it, but I should. I kind of want to watch it. I I'm... I watched like the first three episodes and like episode one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Episode two wasn't that bad. And episode three oh, was one of the worst episodes of TV I've watched in a really long time. Gotcha. And that killed my enthusiasm. That's fair. Yeah, I'm just watching some other stuff, like older stuff right now, so I don't really have time to sink into shows. Yeah, but I felt similar to you, but I was like, ah, but I have a podcast that will give me an excuse to read volume two someday, and I'm happy about that. And that's fine. Like, I would also... The thing is, I don't know when I'm going to call volume two of Golden Kamui. Look, we could reread some Naruto. I'm rereading all of One Piece, so like, ah, we could reread some Naruto. We could look at Bleach for a lark. Remember how Bleach didn't end? Yeah. We could go back to when My Hero Academia was pretty good. We've passed when it was real good. But yep. We could go back to when it was pretty good. We could. There's lots of manga to read. Anything else you want to say about this? Nope. Do we want to add anyone to personality power level? I feel like we should add the immortal Sag- Sagamochi, Sagamoto. Uh, yeah, the immortal Sugimoto, I think. Sugimoto, okay. We haven't added anybody to the list in a while, so... So the character that I that kind of pops out to me to compare him to is Goku. He's he's like this series is way more mature than a Dragon Ball or a typical shonen manga, but it is speaking a lot of shonen manga language still. Yep. And I feel like he is kind of in the archetype of Goku, a like with a coat of realistic paint, not a more realistic version of Goku really. Yep. But you know, he's really really shaded like yeah, realistically. How do we think he compares to Goku? You know what? I just set this up, but two below Goku, we have Gabimaru from Hell's Paradise, and I think that is a better comparison. That's fair. I'll put him. I'll put him. I'll put Gabimaru ahead of him. Again, I know a bit less about Sugimoto, obviously, but I still do like him. You know, he like especially finding out that he's trying to get this gold to help the wife of his comrade who died in the war who happens to be his childhood friend that he was in love with. Scrolling down, I definitely like him more than Aster for, Asta from Black Clover. Yep. If you want to make it, okay. Uh, the only problem with that is everyone between them is like, oh, that's a weird comparison. Uh, probably not as good as Casca from Berserk. No. How do you think he compares to Benio from Twin Star Exorcists? I don't particularly like that. I, so I, would I like him more. Okay. Yeah. So, final question: Better or worse than Asahi Azuma from Haikyuu, who is the ace at the top knot? I'll say worse. Okay. So, Saichi Sugimoto goes at number seventy-nine, above Benio Ashi Asadehi, above Benio and below Asahi. Adashino. Adashino. That sounds right. And that'll do it for this week. 
next week will be the start of December, so we are going to read Volume 1 of Haikyuu. 31. So we are going to read Volume 31 of Haikyuu. We could reread Volume 1. It doesn't seem like a great use of our time, but... <laughs> we could, I guess. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out past episodes of the show, as well as my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. It's also where you can find an invite to our Discord, where we are doing a giant One Piece reread. We will be on Volume 2 when this comes out, so that's very easy to catch up on if you want to talk about One Piece, or if you want to read it for the first time at a reasonable pace. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everyone. Yeah.